Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. India's economy is slated to grow by 7% this year by some estimates, which means it'll be larger than the UK and the fifth largest economy in the world by some measures by the end of 2022. I'm Gabe Friedman, and this week on Down to Business, I spoke to Anil Agarwal, an Indian billionaire who's the founder and chairman of Mumbai-headquartered Vedanta Resources Limited, a multi-billion dollar company that produces aluminum, copper, iron ore, silver, lead, zinc, steel-making coal, oil and gas, just a multitude of different products. I'll disclose now that I knew relatively little about Vedanta going into the interview, which materialized at the last second when the Canada Indian Foundation notified me he'd be in Toronto to accept its Global India Award. As one of the largest mining companies in the world, I was eager to speak to Agarwal, who I thought would have a unique perspective on a lot of things. India is already a growing source of investment for many Canadian funds. And there are an estimated 80,000 Indians enrolled at Canadian universities. That's more than even China, Japan, Philippines combined. We spoke about that and many other issues. As always, the interview is edited for clarity and brevity. Hello, Mr. Gabriel. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well. Anil? Yes, perfect. Thank you so much for getting on the phone with me to talk. No, it's always a pleasure. I just arrived. And the first one to be in touch with you is you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love to hear. Where did you arrive from, by the way? I, I came from London. Okay, which is where you live now, right? But you're... At the moment, yes. I live about six months in London, six months in India, or move around, in Bombay. Bombay, Bombay. Mumbai. Bombay. Mumbai. Mumbai is the right word. Okay. You've built one of the largest mining companies, Vedanta. I just wanted to start by asking if you can tell me a little bit about yourself and how you wound up in this position. Yeah, it, uh, I come from the one of the village in the interior of India. Didn't go much into school and study. And as you move forward, the door open, you get the opportunity, you try. Somewhere you're lucky, somewhere you're not lucky, but never give up. So, <laughs> so, I, so when I started, I started uh, collecting scrap from the cable company. I've learned from that how to run a company, how to run the administration, how to deal with people. And uh, that taught me a lot. Huh. I had a lot of mistakes. And then the important thing in the cable was copper and aluminum. Yes. And I thought of backward integration and gone into making copper rod, aluminum rod. And as I gone and I did my public offering, got a good response, money, and then built a copper smelter the aluminum business. Then I realized I'm not getting enough value for my company. It took me 10 years from 76 to 86 and I was struggling very hard. And then I was started thinking, what do I do? I came to North America. I spent time here about four or five years. My daughter was born and I was looking all kind of opportunity here. Where were you at that point in North America? I was in New York. Okay. And I was looking at some trading opportunity, manufacturing opportunity, 
and I was doing some some business. My daughter was born, and then um, moved back to India, and worked there and built copper smelter. But still, I was not getting enough resources to build my company. And then, um, as I came to Toronto, I thought I list my company in Toronto. It was Toronto listing is one of the easiest listing in the world. Wow! Why is that? The compliance requirement are much easier. They they trust people, self certification. Because we thought mining company will list in Toronto, but then the London Stock Exchange really convinced us we should come to London Stock Exchange. So I delist my company in India and list in London, and uh, I raised two billion dollars, which was a very large sum of money for me, and that's how I started the beginning, and then. Ultimately, I raised in ten years' time thirty-five billion dollars in the London market. Wow! Yeah, this is amazing time, and we were a FTSE hundred company for a long, long time. Yeah, and uh, we acquired company in Africa. We acquired the resource company of aluminium, copper, zinc, silver. So this company we acquired and increased capacity almost sixfold. Wow! Wow! That was born, and uh, on the parallel, I started cable business. Advisors never allow me to put my cable company into the company. They said, "Leave it as a mining company." This is a media company. Yeah, leave it as a cable company, and then I never give up there. And I started thinking what I can do with the cable company, and thought of optical fiber cable company, and I came to a near Montreal place called Montjoly. And there was a plan for optical fiber cable. For it was shut down, and uh, I was there for three months between Montreal and Montjoly in Quebec. And uh, I dismantled the whole plan. But my greatest memory for the Canada, and then moved that plant, and that plant doing so well. So you're talking about Montjoly? Is that in the Gaspé? Yeah, it's it's in near, near Quebec. That area I don't exactly know. Okay, but it's a long time back. But I remember Montjoly was the place where I was there for two to three months' time. And it's pretty far away from like any major city, right? Yeah, it was in a small village. I didn't know that history. Well, I want to pause for a second and ask you something. Like the sum of what you're saying is that you raised lots of money, but your company is now the largest producer of natural resources in India. I mean, you have assets in Africa to other places, not in North America, though. You don't have any produce any no. resources in Canada no. or the U.S. And can, it, can you talk a little bit about North America, either Canada or the U.S. as a place to do business to produce resources? Yeah, India import most of the resources because we have not explored. Probably, I always been biased that the world war never wanted India to produce and wanted India to be a customer. And people like us knew that there is enough resources. It's a great time at this point of time because technology has developed. There was a time where you had to do lot of digging. Today, with the shoes technology, which has come in with the surface, you know where to drill. It's like a uh, when you used to have a heart surgery. It used to open the heart, blood bath, and so much of used to happen. Now with the computer, with the you can just repair the heart. Yeah. Same thing with the mother earth. So the greatest opportunity for India today, 
all the sovereign wealth fund, all the Canadian pension fund, for them, number one market is India. They are investing into manufacturing, they are acquiring, I think almost 20 to 30% infrastructure being built by the uh, Canadian investment. And it is it is rewarding them so much that they're more and more, and same thing can happen into the resource sector because uh, Canada has an end-to-end exploration capability. If they come and work there, they can produce. We are the largest importer of oil and gas in the world. So this is a huge opportunity and a huge partnership between India and Canada. We are 1.4 billion people. So it, it can be a huge opportunity for the Canadian company, the largest democracy, and they are really open arms. We have few contractors of Canadian, and I find that they are very, very good. So they can take their people from here, double fold their business. Also, if you look at on the infrastructure side, infrastructure, the kind of to build the highways, roads, great opportunity. And agriculture, the way you produce, if we take the Canadian technology, the way they produce, I think our existing field can save some water and also can produce much more from our field because you have big vision on the agriculture. And that can be a very good partnership between India and the Canada. Can I ask you a question about that? You know, I cover the mining sector and I see them sort of looking to explore in Africa, in South America, Australia, certain parts of Asia, but not necessarily India. I think in part, as I understand it, is that there are pretty strict rules about foreign ownership, that if you're a company operating in India, you have to have some ownership from within the country. And that's been a barrier. That has been demolished, completely demolished. It's completely, probably it's not been advertised. People are not known. Double standard for the foreign company or Indian company. You can transfer your fund. You can employ your people. You can do whatever you want. What you do in a foreign land, you can do it there. And it's much cheaper because costs of people are very, very low. Probably lowest in the world. So you can produce and the qualified people, young people, average age is about 30. You can employ people and you can, you can do better. Now we're going to pause a minute for a short break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let me take a step back and ask you something. This is sort of changing topics for a second. Vedanta has committed to reducing its emissions to net zero by 2050. And yet at the moment, it produces oil, natural gas, coal, which is used for steelmaking. Maybe it'll produce thermal coal one day in the future. I know that in Canada, the largest diversified miner, Tech Resources, Tech has said it wants to pivot away from fossil fuels. A lot of miners have said this. And it's a combination of pressure from shareholders about climate change and a view that these commodities' future is limited. And one of the questions I wanted to ask you is how you view the future of fossil fuels. This is the absolutely right thing 
Again, we have to save our earth. Like India is so progressive into this, the largest renewable energy going to be in India. And a company like us, we are producing 20% of our metal, which is a green metal, which we sell to all the EV company, to all the electronic company. And we are going to be 80 to 100% within no time. So we are completely committed to have the renewable because India, Canada, they all have the good sunlight, sunshine. And we are very innovative people in India and Canada. Very, very, very technology driven. So we are looking how can we have 24 hours power. The night power is, is little expensive. and But with the kind of him and kind of new battery system is coming, I have no doubt. That is our first priority in Vedanta. At just now, we got the award, international award, to be one of these uh, companies to be rated as ESG company. I guess what I want to know, though, what I'm trying to figure out is like, you know, India is a very different economy than Canada, right? There's more people, there's more needs for power growth. And so one thing you often hear when I talk to mining executives about this sort of issue about the energy transition is, we can't just stop producing coal. Like, And they'll point to a country like China or India and say, look, coal usage is increasing there. I mean, you service that economy. Is it something that will be phased out in the near future? Or do you think that it's going to take longer than maybe some Western countries expect? Not at all. Because no new mines are opening. And all the new invention which is happening, new approach which is happening, they need five times more metal than what used to be needed. Yes. But you have to produce the metal with the right way. That is the most important. Yeah. So um, whether it's the aluminum, whether it's the copper, whether it's the gold, whether it's oil and gas, uh, like we have determined to mix ethanol in our, in our oil 20% and going to take it to 50%. And some of the fuel which we are generating which ethanol can work. So it is a win-win for the farmers. And the biggest thing is the both countries are peaceful. For me, I have a love for Canada because it is not that aggressive. It is, it is a very welcoming country. And they are looking definitely partner. They can share with others and they can expand their business. Yeah. So talking about Canada and India, these two countries are in the process of renegotiating a trade agreement. India occupies an interesting niche in the world because its economy is growing so fast, but it's also carving its own way. You know, as an example, after Russia invaded Ukraine, it's one of the few countries that continued to buy energy from Russia. How do you see its relationship with Canada and other Western countries evolving? Yeah, I really don't know why Mr. Modi has met Putin in uh, Uzbekistan. And he was only one very brave, which could say on his face that whatever you are doing can be resolved by, by peace. Not anybody has dared to tell him. But he was very clear that by doing this, the whole Europe is in turmoil because this year going to be severe cold and the gas is very important, which they are taking. If you look at our consumption, and the what we import is not even 0.5 percent. What what happening in the world? So um, we, we maintain our relationship with uh, Russia. We maintain our 
they are peaceful people and rest, maintain the relationship with the Russia or America. But we are poor country and we need to have our pipeline to continue to survive our people. And in, um, so nobody has an answer, nor you, nor me, how it's going to be resolved. If you go to, I go to Europe all the time. I never seen the sadness and the sort of a depression. What I'm seeing, I've not seen in the last 50 years, but I see in, in Europe. Wow. Interesting. There is no leadership. There is no leadership. Leader make the difference. Your prime minister is a good leader. He's friendly with everybody. He's, 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 uh, people love him. That make all the difference. Who is this you're talking about? I'm talking about your prime minister here. Oh. Intruder, yeah. Yeah. When you say there's no leadership. But I'm saying there's not many leaders in the world. We have this UK also. I believe that she's a good leader. But probably the whole thing has been painted that not she's not a good leader. Yeah. So perception sometimes uh, also does not uh, does not support. Yeah. To your point about not seeing the sadness in, in Europe in some time, I often hear people remark that there's more chaos, more volatility in the world today yeah. than ever before. You know, whether they're talking about the pandemic or the war in Russia and Ukraine or inflation and what's happening in the economy. Because thing is in China, China, all the American company has decided, by and large, to slow down with China. There, there is no chemistry. They, they're ready to pay more, but to source material from other side to do business from the others. Yeah, and probably largest democracy, 1.4 billion people. So we, in fact, we have huge pressure from the North America, especially. How can we have alternative solution from the China? Just now, the uh, Apple has announced the largest factory to be opened up in India. All the uh, electric car to be manufactured in India. So it, India has to be ready. India has to be ready. It has a human resource. It has a natural resource. It has a good climate and friendliness. So it's a win-win situation. I mean, on this issue... I mean, some people would say that as China's power has grown, the West has felt threatened by that. I mean, is there any concern about that in India? Or do you feel the fact that you have a largest democracy insulates you in some way? Definitely largest uh, democracy of influence. Like we have a largest factory of semiconductors and the glass in Taiwan, Korea, Vedanta has. And the Taiwanese love to work with us then working with China, they they are so brave, they are so strong. All the time, the warship is around the Taiwan of Chinese. I, I'm not a politician, please don't quote me, but it's my personal feeling. Any point of time, if uh, China, which is keeping eye, only because the semiconductor uh, on Taiwan, America, we, I mean, North American countries will not leave give up. They will, they will fight tooth and nail. Listen, I would be remiss not to ask you this. What brings you to Canada right now? Just little holiday. Just little holiday because we have almost 80,000 studying, Indian students studying in your country. They have been telling me last five years, four years, please come, you have a success story. You are like one of us who grew up like this. You are not heavyweight, so if you can come and meet me, it will be great. So they wanted me to be chief guest. In their forum, I'm, I'm nothing. I don't have a great personality. But I said, you're inviting me, I'm coming. 
Amazing. So, and and you're going to be receiving an award, I believe, from the Canada India Foundation. Yes, yes. They made me a chief guest. It's very nice of them. Love and affection. Love, love, love. Uh, I couldn't hold myself, uh, but you must promise me you're not me like extraordinary man. I should be one of you, and that's what they promised me. Well, you have an incredible story. The idea of starting off you know, in the scrap metals business and, and building a company like Vedanta. I really thank you for coming on the show today to talk to me. Uh, and the biggest thing is the, the most important thing, Canadian company, technology company, resource company to go to India. And I've come to invite them to please come to India and the mainly contractors to come and explore. Policies are very conducive. It is a home market. From Canada also, you have to export. In India, it is Everything you can sell there. So it is a great opportunity. Please keep one leg in India. Well, it sounds like the relationship between India and Canada may continue to grow in the years ahead. I hope I have a chance to speak to you again. Thank you. Thank you very much. All the best. All the best. That was Anil Agarwal, chairman of Vedanta Resources Limited. Thanks to my guest and thank you for listening. And thanks to the team behind Down to Business. Bryce Hall composed and performed the original music, designed the Down to Business logo, and executive produced this show. Noella Ovid, Pamela Heaven, and Victoria Wells provided web support and editing. I'm Gabe Friedman, and I'll return next week with a new show. Until then, you can find all your business news at financialpost.com.